Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios in Atlanta, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk with business leaders from Atlanta and the surrounding communities. Silver Lining in the Cloud is brought to you by CDI Managed Services, where we outsource IT solutions, infrastructure support, and cloud computing. I'm Dominic Rainey, and I'm with CDI Managed Services, and I'll be hosting today's show. We have two guests with us this morning. We'll be speaking with Roger Gallivan. He is one of the principals of a company called FinLogic LLC, and our second guest is with Lanier Islands. He is the director of special events and promotions, Chris Headley. Hendley, H-E-N-D-L-E-Y. Thank you both for being with us this morning, taking the time out of your busy schedules, and uh, we appreciate it. So, Roger, why don't you kick it off by telling us a little bit uh, about FinLogic, interesting name, how you guys got started, and what you do. Good morning, Dom. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, FinLogic uh, originally developed out of a CPA firm. It was a division of uh, Arnold Gallivan Levike at the time. And we we decided, you know, businesses out there needed somebody to help them on a monthly basis with their outsourced accounting needs and finance needs. So FinLogic actually stands for Financial Logic. So we, we wanted to have a little more non-traditional name. And um, my partner and I, Peter Burks, ended up uh, really liking that aspect of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's just pull this out of the old CPA firm and put it into a uh, – new firm. And so that's how uh, we got started with FinLogic about two and a half years ago now. So we, we've enjoyed it ever since. And we do uh, business valuations and uh, outsourced accounting and CFO work. Okay. Well, FinLogic is a great name. It's a perfect logical fit. Thank you. Hey, Roger. Uh, so what percentage of your business is accounting versus valuation? Um, the the accounting piece is about 65 to 70% of it. Uh, and and valuations is the rest. Of course, uh, you know you have various uh, types of valuations. They can you can have formal valuations, or you can just have valuations of, as part of helping a client. So, um, you know, if you just look at pure valuations, thirty thirty five percent of our business. Oh, okay, great, great. So, uh, evaluation of a business. Do you is that for uh, you know acquisition situation, selling a business? Is it? Uh, you know, is there are there other reasons to have a valuation uh, process? <clears throat> well, you know, for us, certainly when you're doing an acquisition or you're buying a company, uh, you want to go through a valuation process. But, uh, you know, with our clients, even our outsourced accounting and, and finance clients, uh, we tell them you always have to be focused on what is the value of your business. And so, you know, you have the formal valuations that you might need for estate and gift planning, uh, selling a business, buying a business. Unfortunately, sometimes we've been involved where there's a divorce, uh, you know, whether a marital divorce or even a business divorce, as we call it. But, uh, you know, those are the formal valuations. But every business uh, ought to be thinking about what is the value of my company and is it moving up or down, just like you would with a normal investment? Because at the end of the day, if you're a business owner, you've invested in your business, and you want to be making sure that the things you're doing are adding to the value of your business. Hmm. Roger Gallivan with FinLogic. Um, are there certain time frames, milestones, when uh, as it's structured, 
you know, time frames that that should be done on a regular basis? Absolutely. A lot of our outsourced accounting uh, clients, uh, you know, we're in there day to day doing the accounting, helping them with business decisions. Even for them, uh, most of them, we say, let's let's just sit down annually and go through evaluation process. And, and a lot of them monthly, we do a lot of that groundwork, which involves projecting financial results, because that's a huge part of valuation, because at the end of the day, your business is more worth what you're going to do in the future versus what, what has happened in the past. If you've had a great past, but you're losing 50% of your clients, somebody buying your business is going to buy you based on 50% of your business, because they don't care what happened in the past. They won't know what's going on in the future. So it's critical each year to sit down and say, what has changed in our business? Are we moving in the right direction, at least annually? And we have some clients that say, we want to track it monthly. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's really staying on top of it. Absolutely. Well, some businesses are very fluid and they're, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of activity, uh, high growth companies, things like that. I can only imagine uh, that, that, that. And it helps you on the accounting side, right, to shore things up at the end of the year on the accounting side as well. Absolutely. And to be able to do uh, a kind of an informal valuation regularly, it's critical that the numbers are right. So it kind of feeds directly into the business uh, evaluation, the outsourced accounting piece. And, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, those those clients of ours that want evaluation every month or quarterly, you know, a lot of times it, it, it helps them sleep better at night, <laughs> you know, because, you know, that maybe they're making big investments and in additional salespeople or technology. And it's easy to get really worried. You yeah. know, you know, what's happening? I've just put in, you know, 100,000 or 50,000 or I've hired three new people. Am I going to be all right? So they, you know, sometimes it's just a peace of mind thing uh, for, for those folks. But also, you know, a lot of times business owners can get into thinking, wow, I've grown my revenue. So now my business is worth more. And that may not be the case because if you grow your revenue, but don't grow your profit or uh, excess cash flows, it may not increase the value of your business. Hmm. Are there certain is are there certain businesses that need valuations more than others, or is it just across the board in general? Um, <clears throat> Service businesses, product type, you know. Oh, sure. Businesses, sure. Um, you know, I I I would say that in general, the the businesses that we like to do it more often, at least on a quarterly basis, uh, can be those businesses that are making significant investments. So that could be a technology company, that could be a manufacturing or distributor. Um, but every company, we think, ought to take a look at the value of their business on, on an annual basis at, okay. at a minimum. Okay. And uh, Roger, is the accounting uh, side of the, of the practice strictly for commercial uh, purposes? You know, that, that, is, that is a great question. We, we not only do um, the businesses, but a lot of times we'll just help owners uh, with their personal side of the accounting. You know, maybe they're so busy uh, taking care of their business uh, generating sales, you know, managing the day-to-day -day operations, they don't even want to, you know, get involved or they don't want to have to deal with cutting checks and things on the personal side. So we will actually uh, help them run their personal finances just like a business, which, you know, usually entails, hey, let's set up a QuickBooks file for, for Roger Gallivan. 
uh, and uh, let's let's just go ahead and track everything like you would a business. And then that gets interesting too, you know, because it does help people see. Okay, I didn't know I was spending that much on meals or whatever the case is. So it, it's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Roger Gallivan with FinLogic. He's the uh, one of the principals there. And so uh, here on Silver Lining in the Cloud, we're learning a lot about how to evaluate a business and. Uh, how, why it's important to the overall accounting function as well as uh, knowing what your business is worth. So, Roger, uh, does does growing a revenue for a company make it more valuable? You just know by, that it, just by you know the volume of increasing the business. You know? That is a question we get a lot of times because <clears throat> you know for a lot of business owners they naturally excel at increasing the top line, getting more revenue out there, creating relationships, and you know, unfortunately, a lot of times they get to a point and find out that that additional revenue didn't increase their business by the same amount they've increased their revenue because maybe it was lower margin work uh, and things of that nature. So we really try to help our clients focus on how do we operate most efficiently and effectively to drop as much to the bottom line. You know, a a $10 million company with a million dollars in net income could actually be worth the same as a $5 million company with a million dollar net income. And so, you know, and, and I tell folks, you know, you may want to be the one running the $5 million business. You may have uh, slightly fewer headaches than running the $10 million business. So that's what we, we try to help all of our uh, our clients understand. Okay. Okay. So here's a, you know, uh, I see a, there's a, there's an accounting, uh, um, I guess acronym. I remember it from counting one. I think in college, E B I T, and uh, is are, are are is a multiple E B I T D A a good way to value a business? What is that? So that's uh, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. So that that's, that's a, a mouthful lot. right there. <laughs> that's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and it's a common way that that people just kind of you know a way to put your thumb up in the air and say okay, my my earnings after I pay my, or before I pay my taxes and my uh, depreciation and amortization is is $100,000. So you'll hear folks a lot of times, you know, they just kind of know, business owners just seem to kind of know, I'm shooting for three to five times EBITDA. And, uh, you know, it could be accurate, but it may not be accurate. And it depends upon the industry. Uh, a lot of times in in technology firms, the the multiple could be higher, and and I tell my clients, well, that's because a lot of times they can experience exponential growth once they develop software. You know, it's just a matter of getting out there and selling it. There's not a lot of incremental cost, okay. and, and, you know, versus a manufacturer, you know, their multiple of EBITDA is usually lower than a technology firm because. For them to sell more and more and more, they still have, you know, a certain percentage of that as cost. So it's hard for them to grow the bottom bottom line exponentially. So I, I try to get everybody to start thinking about it practically. I try to be more practical. And I say, if you buy a company, um, how long do you want it to have to take to pay it back? And most people say two or three years. So that's where the projections come into play, and you want to get the projections and say, okay, if I pay X for this company, can I get it paid back within three years? And usually, you know, you can't set uh, just a general rule, but usually that's a pretty good, pretty good deal if you can get it paid back in three years. Yeah, absolutely. 
Right. We're talking with FinLogic about valuating your business here on Silver Lining in the Cloud. So, Roger, uh, are there specific tools or certain uh, software programs or what's out there to help companies uh, figure this all out? Absolutely. Uh, you know, <clears throat> the devil's in the details in any valuation, and, and obviously you want to accentuate the positives of your company. So, you know, we've built a lot of models using Excel, um, but every client is different. And every client, you've got to look at their business and look at the risks in, in order to help them. Because obviously you want to try to to help minimize the risks, which increases valuation. You want to try to help them increase margins. So, you know, we have models that we use uh, that are Excel-based, uh, but that's that's the first tool. And doing projections on a regular basis. You, you constantly want to be projecting where your business is going. And a lot of people say, well, Roger, you know, those projections aren't going to help me because it's just a guess. And I, you know, I say, you know, for all of our clients, we try to get them to allow us to do it. And in, in four or five months after we really understand their business, it, it helps a lot because if I'm projecting out and they'll say, well, my business is cyclical. Okay. Well, if we're projecting out two to three months from now, you don't have much business because of the cyclical nature. Well, let's go talk to the salespeople and, and have them focus on that. Mm. Maybe those are times when you're willing to give a little uh, lower margin. You know, mm. give a dis discount to your customers to pick up some volume. But let's get a pulse on that happening in advance because one of the um, most underrated management tools is, is, is management skill. And so we try to, to, to help with that. So forecasts, uh, an Excel-based model that kind of plugs in all the risk factors to evaluation. Those are great tools to help business owners uh, increase the value of their business. Absolutely. So, Roger, it sounds like FinLogic, FinLogic is uh, really uh, taking a personal touch to helping a company really figure it all out and take a look at it uh, in a lot of different uh, capacities in terms of their business. It's not just go in and do what you do and show, hand them a report and say, here you go, right? So is that what makes FinLogic different? Absolutely. You know, it's it's not a one-size-fits-all. Every business is totally different. You've got to understand exactly how each business's processes work, and you've got to get down uh, to as low level of detail as possible in that understanding. So you can literally understand, here's how money comes from my customer to my business to the owner, and then figure out in that process, how can, how can we make that process better more efficient so that so that we can increase value. And based on your experience with companies, uh, you've been able to develop your own uh, tools and, and, and programs to to apply to what you do. Absolutely. And, and, you know, what we like to do is continually make those tools better. And we like to continually research, you know, whether it's macro level data about the economy, housing starts and things like that. Um, or industry-specific data for our clients. And, and that's really what I try to focus a lot of my time on. And we've got, a, you know, uh, 10 other professionals that are well-qualified that get in there on the day-to-day, -day and, and we can feed them that information. And uh, along with myself, they, they do a tremendous job, you know, understanding our clients and then helping them uh, with their needs, whether it's just monthly accounting or, you know, this valuation piece, which we think sets us apart a little bit on the the outsourced accounting side, because at the end of the day, uh, we know we know that uh, you know folks may not like accounting. They're glad to have us get that done, but it's a compliance aspect. Mm. We want to take it to that extra level for each client and really say, you know, how can we help help pay for ourselves at yeah. the end of the day? A lot of companies are 
are faced with audits and things like that. So it's great to have a partner like FinLogic helping them sort that stuff out, and you sitting there right right along right along the way, adding that value, right? So yes, that's great. Um, Roger Gallivan, he is one of the principals at FinLogic. Incoming. So, uh, Roger, what's uh, what can people do day to day to you know to help them make financial statements more meaningful for their companies? Yes. <clears throat> so, so day to day, it's critical uh, in accounting. Uh, one of the the we're really the only way to make sure that your numbers are right is to have a nice reconciled balance sheet at at the end of the month. So the first thing you got to do, and I know we're talking about day to day, but the first thing is at the end of every month, you've got to make sure your uh, accounting service provider is reconciling your balance sheet so you know your numbers are verifiably correct. And a lot of people don't focus on the balance sheet. Yeah. Once that's happening, day to day is having somebody in there doing a great job of coding transactions to the income statement. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, it's great to know where you've been. And where you've been is going to help you figure out where you're going and figuring out, okay, what are my cost drivers? What are, what are my costs per unit? What are What is my revenue per unit? And the only way you can do that is to have good coding on the income statement side to allow an efficient and effective uh, forecasting of your results because, you know, we we don't want to make more work for the owner. We don't want the process to be this long drawn out process. We want to get to a point where everything's an efficient and effective uh, way of doing business for the owner. And that starts with uh, really, you know, fundamentals on a day to day basis and having a good accountant that can do that. Okay. So is there anything on the uh, horizon for FinLogic that uh, we need to know about? Or is it steady as you go? You know, it's you know one of the things we really want to do is focus on this uh, the valuation side. As I mentioned, it's it's not as big as our accounting uh, services side, although it's 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 interwoven with what we do. But we're really going to be focused on helping businesses uh, with that valuation need, whether formal or informal, and and that's where we see growing because that's where we see you know the most value being added. Okay. Roger, if any of our listeners are thinking about buying a business right now, what advice would you give them? You know, the biggest the, the biggest advice that I would give them is make sure that you have somebody going out there and going through the target company's financial statements and doing some of the things we've talked talked about today, Dom, and that that is do they reconcile their balance sheet? What was their coding like? How reliable are their numbers? And like we talked about a little bit earlier, don't focus on where they've been. Really give thought to where's that business headed before you buy it. And if it comes into your business, what are the financial results going to be? Because at the end of the day, the value of that business is what it's going to produce in terms of net cash flow in the future. Great advice, Roger. Roger Galvan with FinLogic LLC. Uh, Roger, tell our listeners how they can reach out to you and your company to get more information about your uh, services on the accounting side or on the value, business valuation side. Absolutely. You know, one of the easiest ways is to go to our website, which is www.finlogicllc.com, which is F-I-N-L-O-G-I-C-L-L-C.com. And of course, I'm always accessible, uh, you know, certainly via email at R-G-A- L-L-I-V-A-N at FinLogicLLC.com. And so I'm, I'm happy to hear from anybody. And if you have a valuation question and you're listening to the show, 
I, I'd just be happy to, to get an email and just send back some, some informal thoughts or whatever. So I, I really enjoy it and really enjoy helping people, uh, you know, add value to their business. Spread the word. That's good information. Thank you, Roger. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Our next guest on uh, Silver Lining in the Cloud is uh, Chris Hendley, H-E-N-D-L-E-Y. He is the Director of Special Events and Promotions at Lanier Islands, right up there on Lake Lanier. Right, Chris? Uh, yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on. I know this is a busy season for you. You must have a whole it's, lot going on. It's getting ramped up. You know, this this time of the year, um, you know, people start uh thinking boats and thinking the lake and getting outside and the, the weather's starting to cooperate with us and uh, you don't have to have everything coated in that powder uh, yellow so uh, it's it's uh, you know spring is upon us and we're starting to head into the summer season yeah excellent excellent uh, so how'd you get involved in the program up there how did well, you find them or did they find you well uh, it's, it's a little of both um, uh, as as mike knows uh, he and i've both worked in arena football for uh, several years and the owner of lanier islands the williams family uh virgil williams owned the arena fo- football team here oh, the right. Ge- georgia force yeah when did uh, he acquire the, uh, the islands? well uh i want to say it was right at 10 years ago we're ten, getting ready to have our 10th anniversary well, wise, time uh, so yeah it goes it goes by really quick so i, I worked with the williams family uh at that point and then uh after mr williams sold the team to the falcons i actually went to work for the arena at gwinnett center and uh, worked as the director of arena booking and the arena manager uh for almost eight years so mm-hmm. um really enjoyed you know that part of of uh working in the sports and entertainment industry and um after that uh, the, the georgia force made another uh resurfacing under new ownership and i worked with those guys for a while as a general manager but uh, the uh, always stayed in touch with with mr williams and the williams family and they were looking to really uh trying to increase their their entertainment uh aspect that they they have there they have several stages they have a, a 2000 seat inter, uh, amphitheater that most people don't know about that looks right over the lake it's gorgeous hmm. um and uh, really, their their thing is trying to turn this into uh, not just a, a water park or a hotel or a golf course or you know horseback riding or convention, making it you know have an entertainment factor there that a reason for people to come just outside of you know those other factors as well. Yeah, that's an awful lot going on. I took a quick look at the site. It was uh, wow. A I lot, had no idea. A know? lot of moving parts. A lot of moving yeah, parts. I, I thought there were a lot when I worked with the the arena as the arena manager. But, uh, you know, it, it's basically a, a theme park up at Lanier World. We, we've got a, uh, a water park. We've got a, a hotel and conference center. Uh, we've got a golf course. We've got equestrian uh, center, zip lines. Uh, I mean, it's, there's something for everybody. An equestrian center. Yes, we do. We do. Yeah, wow. yeah, it, it's, what uh, part of the lake is that, right? Part of, what's, what's the configuration of the property uh, consumption there for uh, Lanier Islands. Well, um, you know the the majority part is is uh, going to be around the hotel and conference center in the Lanier World, um, and then it actually branches off uh, as you start to get up across the you know the bridge the the uh, you know the, the iconic bridge that we have there. Uh, oh, the yes. golf course is there on the right. Uh, you follow the the road up and. Uh, you can hang a right and go to the hotel conference center. You can go left and, and go towards Lanier World, the Equestrian Center, the campgrounds. I mean, it's there's definitely something for everybody. Yeah, is that the you know it's been years. They used to have the LPGA used to play the golf event there at the Lanier Islands Pine Isle. Yeah, is that yeah. open to public? No, we we used to have 36 holes. We're down to to 18. Uh, they really want to concentrate on the legacy on Lanier Golf Course that we have. And uh, Brian. Uh, 
who heads that up, our director of golf, does a fantastic job with his staff in, in working tournaments. Uh, they're available all the time, um, you know, not just certain days. They, they really work with people to try to, you know, get the best out of a, a golf tournament. And that is, type of thing. is there a most popular event, Chris? Um, Golf-wise, would, I would have to say is the Buck and Kincaid, Buck and Kincaid Classic with uh, uh, 680 The Fan. And uh, Oh, sure. We're man. actually having a conversation with them about possibly doing a, another event later in the fall, which would really incorporate um, – what the fall in Georgia is all about, which is college football. Um, and we can combine college football, golf, and uh, the lake together. I think we, we may have a have a home run here. <laughs> Chris Handley, he is the uh, special events uh, director and promotions director at Lanier Islands. So your calendar must be uh, a maze of, of – how do you control that? <laughs> I, I will do you say, do all of that? Yeah. I You know, when I was at the arena, I had one book. I had one calendar and – I knew who was playing on what date. That, that's all I had to worry about. Now I have a entertainment calendar. I have a uh, events calendar. I have a promotional calendar. And uh, we just added a marketing calendar as well as a um, uh, social media calendar, mm-hmm. which uh, the social media thing, thank goodness we have a, a marketing staff that handles that because that's a whole new animal in and of itself to, to me. So does Lanier Islands offer season passes? We do. We uh, we have season passes uh, in in several different kind of formats. We have a, a, a all encompassing season pass, which would uh, get you into the water park, onto the beach, down to Sunset Cove. Um, you know anything dealing with coming straight off the water into the park, uh, as well as driving in. Uh, there's options. Well, season passes cover your your gate fees and, and things like that. Um, so, you know, that's really the, the best value that we have. Um, and, uh, then we have beach passes for some people are not ever going to set foot on a, on a water slide or something like that. Um, we have just to, you know, you can get off your boat, come use the restrooms, grab something to eat. You don't have to stock your, your coolers. You can, you know, we can take care of all that for you as well. Yeah. You get a lot, probably get a lot of traffic just yeah. from the boaters, just uh, being able to go someplace yeah. nice like that. And we have a, a nautical club, uh, as well, which oh, is do? kind of like a boater's pass, which allows them uh, access to the docks and, uh, also a, a dollar off of, of, uh, gas that we, uh, our gas services as well. So it gives you the, 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 uh, the cheapest gas on the lake, we like to say. <laughs> I didn't know there was any cheap gas. Well, no, I no, said the cheapest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're talking with Lanier Islands, uh, about Lanier Islands, with Chris Hendley, the uh, director of social events and uh, promotions. And that's a big big task this time of the year. But we we're, we're, we're appreciate you being in the studio. I don't know how we ever got no, you. No, I appreciate it. Come in I, today. We've actually got a, a full moon party coming up this, this Saturday night, and it's it's really something that uh, Mike Williams, who's our CEO, it's, it's kind of his baby. He, he went down to Key West and had such a fantastic time down in Key West. He wanted to bring back that full moon party to uh, Lanier Islands. And so what we do is we turn it into a – a big party from the standpoint of having a, a, a band, uh, entertainment for kids, you know, jugglers, stilt walkers, fire breathers, um, you know, the whole the steel drum band. Um, it's, it's just a great event and a great reason to be outside enjoying this fantastic weather. Right, and you can just stay there, too, if you yep, want. So yep, you don't we even have, have to drive home. Exactly. We have full moon packages that you can uh, take take advantage of at the, the hotel and, and that type of setup as well. 
Is the full moon mean uh, you've checked the weather and you know it's going to be clear? <laughs> well, unfortunately, we don't usually get uh, get Does to Mr. do that. Mr. Williams have control over No, he, he doesn't have that one. But so far, we this will be our second one. We're going to have great weather for this one as well. It looks like about 77 and sunny, and uh, so it should be, uh, should be a great day. You know, people travel all around the country, Chris, to go somewhere uh, different, to mm-hmm. go somewhere and, and spend a lot of money, you know. And uh, travel now is not not cheap, right? No, it's not. So you know, get on a plane, go mm-hmm. to Mexico, you know, whatever. But we've got Lanier Islands right here, yeah. and uh, from what you're telling me, it's got something for everyone. Yeah, uh, you it, know, it does. I mean, you you can uh, you know, you don't even have to have a boat to enjoy the lake. We'll 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 rent you a pontoon boat. Uh, we just bought about six or eight brand new tri- uh, tritunes. So they're fantastic uh they've got some that you know have an engine big enough that you can pull skiers uh, if you just want to cruise the lake we've got that as well so a lot of, uh, of options just you know on the water itself yeah. um and then you know ranging from your kids we have uh, a wave pool we have a kitty area so if you have young children to uh teenagers we get more adventurous we have some more of our uh more uh, adventurous uh slides and uh to top that off, uh, we were building the first slide, uh, first new slide in 20 years, and it'll actually uh, deposit you into the lake. We like to say, Hello. you know, project you into the lake, but uh, I'm going to say deposit you into the lake just because uh, it's still under testing. Uh, it has not been uh, opened yet. So, um, have, have you volunteered for the I, test? I have not. I, I have volunteered several other people and tried <laughs> to get uh, quite a few of our uh uh, customers who were down at the the Sunset Cove last weekend and tried to get a list, and they were like, "Oh, we'll let someone else do that." But I'd like to d- nominate our producer, Mike Salmon. Yeah, I, I think we can get that worked out, you know, for certain. And then we also have uh, on top of that, uh, in addition to that slide, we have a, a zip line. It's a, a triple zip line that's going to go straight across the cove. Um, so you'll start up by our. Uh, uh, some of our other uh, triple threat uh, water slides and it'll it'll carry you all the way across to the other side of the coast so and it's, it's a racing zip line it, you know it's a uh, so grab, grab two of your friends and you can uh, compete going across the, the lake and that's all included in the the season pass or the, the oh, daily pass awesome. linear world that's so yeah awesome. it's not an additional fee oh that's fantastic so uh what i was getting to about this vacation trip and and going away from atlanta rather than staying here you, you guys have something called staycation yeah tell yeah. us about staycation well that you, you know it one of the, the beauties of it is, is, you know, if you want to go down to the Gulf Coast and it's, it's a great area and I've spent a fair amount of time there myself, that the one kickback on that to try to turn that into a weekend or a long weekend, you're going to spend, you know, a full half day going and coming back. Now, that's 12 hours of driving and that's if you're really getting it to get down there and no breaks and that type of thing. You know, my wife, you know, she's, she's a trooper. She, she can make it all the way through. But, you know, I know some people I talk to and have to stop three or four times with the kids, so it's not – and you know you're you're pushing 12 hours oh, on yeah. that you know 45 minutes from from atlanta you can be at, at lanier islands and it's, it's closer you think and here in gwinnett it's even closer oh, it's 20 uh, minutes from and here. it's on the you know georgia's great lake yeah absolutely and it's no fun coming back to atlanta on a sunday evening with the traffic is it no no because everybody seems to check out and try to leave at the same time and and uh it becomes a you know a nascar race trying to get back <laughs> Well, that's awesome. That's great information. Uh, is there anything else that we need to point out, uh, upcoming special events or anything that we haven't uh, covered? Uh, well, you know, obviously the big the big holidays are always big at the lakes, uh, Memorial Day, July 4th, and, and Labor Day. Uh, Memorial Day, we're going to have a great uh, partnership with uh, Rock 100. They're 
uh, bring uh, entertainment out um, and have some really good bands coming out to play. Um, and then we'll have, uh, you know, all the festivities, fireworks, the whole nine yards. Um, and then July 4th, the same thing. We're going to do three days of fireworks. We're going to do the second, third, and the fourth. Um, we'll all have firework displays. Um, and it's just going to be a great time, you know, again, from, you know, the, the, individuals that are you know single and, and looking to, to meet people there's always you know tons of people out there in boats um the families we've got you know great opportunities for uh, people to come out and, and enjoy some some quality family time because you know as we get busier and in, in business and um you know having that time with your family is really important oh it sure is it sure is it's a great great uh, environment that you guys have created up there at lanier islands and uh it's just i encourage everyone to, to at least go to your website and see uh, all the activity and pick one and and take advantage of it it's great Absolutely. having you here so uh, uh tell our listeners the best way to engage uh you know if there's any special promotions on your website or anything like that to get that season ticket or uh, yeah any uh, of that stuff can be uh access through our website and it's lanierislands.com uh islands with an s um and then uh, you can navigate anywhere in there from events to uh, lanier world for season passes um and then you know we've become a a, a year-round entity as well now that uh, we have the winter experience that uh, will be kicking off after in the november time frame you know late fall into winter so uh, you can come out to the islands for for any any of your entertainment needs, we'll, we'll, get them, we'll get them covered for you. Well, you can't do better than Lanier Islands, and if you have kids, uh, that's the way to go for sure. If, you're not, if you don't have children, you can be a child again. Just go out there and uh, live it up. Have that's a good it. time. I, I love it. Chris Hendley with Lanier Islands. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Okay. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. Thank you to our guests today, Roger Gallivan with FinLogic LLC and Chris Henley with Lanier Islands. We appreciate you guys for what you do and what you bring to our community. And uh, on behalf of uh, CDI Managed Services, I'm Dominic Rainey. It's been a pleasure hosting today's show. Uh, to listen to this show and other Silver Lining in a Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to outsourced IT support, migrating your company to the cloud, CDI Managed Services is your Silver Lining in the Cloud.